Here, just start, just say uh, you're listening to my podcast. I am listening to your podcast. There it is. Pod. Can I go home now? Pod. Pod. That John guy sure is interesting. Pod. This podcast saved my marriage. Pod. GarageBand has the best beats. Hi everybody! I'm. It's welcome back to week number uh, five. I think this is five. I don't know. I'm starting to lose. Try. I feel like I'm. It's gonna get to enough numbers when I don't really know what number I'm on anymore. But uh, I have JJ Gordon on the podcast this week. This sounds like you're taking my order at a drive. I know. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, welcome. We don't have. Nuggets. I have no idea how to start them. I really don't. So it's always me stuttering for like the first. First couple of minutes. First couple, first 45 minutes to That's an hour. Fine. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to do you, you yeah. know, like in the radio business, my business, mm-hmm. they say, you know, you got to start with a punch. So it's got to be like, hey, welcome back to the podcast or welcome for the first okay. time. But then you don't know if someone's listening for the first time. Yeah. This could be the last time someone listens to this podcast because they either cancel it or they die. Yeah. See, that's how you start off with a real bang, talking about <laughs> the listener potentially dying. So if anyone listening to this plans on dying this week, uh, thanks for at least going out with this. Yeah, this, right? we could play this at your funeral. Yeah, we could. We could play it at the funeral. We could, uh, it, it, I cost like $500 to bring to a funeral. I've done many funerals. So How uh, many uh, tickets can I sell if I bring you to a funeral? Um, it, It's around like a however many people that you knew when you were alive. You want to hear something super morbid? What? Once a year, I watch Jim Henson's funeral on YouTube. <laughs> the Muppet guy? The Muppet guy. Why? It's incredibly inspiring because uh, they talk about Did his Did he have all the Muppets genius. there? Yeah. Like Big Bird comes out <laughs> and sings It's Not Easy Being Green and dedicates it to Kermit, <laughs> who you know is voiced by Jim Henson, so he died. Yeah. But then all of these Muppets show up and... They, but they tell like great stories about who does the voices. Well, he didn't do all the voices. He's (laughs) not Mel Blanc, but like the people like, so like Frank Oz is the voice of Fozzie Bear. So he does Mm. Fozzie when he's there. Okay. It's pretty, it's super inspiring. But my sister (laughs) used to come downstairs, like when I lived at home and she's Mm. like, why are you watching this? This is really weird and morbid (laughs) that you're watching a funeral over and over. Did so you, like, I get you, a lot from it. You just watch it like over and over again, or is it like a once a year thing? Or once, it, a, once a year, but like yeah. once I watch it, I try to get somebody else to watch it. In, in a totally messed up way, I it's like I want other people to be as depressed as I am when you watch it because then you're still watching a funeral. You're yeah, watching a funeral no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean, funerals I feel like aren't. Like they're they're not really like that sad if you don't really know the person that much. Or at least so? to me, I don't really get sad at like I get funerals. I, I I feel the feelings of the room. So if everyone in the room is sad, it's gonna make me sad. Oh, if everyone's happy, yeah. I'm happy. I if guess everyone's I, greedy. I, I want that, money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I just don't like being sad, so I just I'm like just push that. Look down. at these idiots crying about a sad someone dying. <laughs> So not only look, look are you not fuck. sad, but you're, you get mean <laughs> about judging, it. I'm judging all these people that are mourning their dad. 
<laughs> that is messed up, dude. I know. Well, you know, you gotta get through life somehow. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, hey, everyone, we just want to let everyone know, Brittany's dad died, and uh, we all just need to, you know, like mm-hmm. be supportive of Brittany. Screw that. Fuck Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> Brittany can can stock the, uh, take the night stock shift. What is Brittany broken right now? <laughs> Like when I went to my grandma's funeral last year, maybe two years ago, I can't remember when, but it was like, I just want, like, we were like all cracking jokes because it's like, that's just kind of how my family is, is mm-hmm. laughter. Heals. So yeah, I, I always try to laugh rather than cry, I guess, because it's just, I, I don't like crying. That is like, that is the most quintessential like clown line ever. Like that's what at clown college, that's what it says over the door is like, <laughs> try to laugh and not cry. Yeah. I think that's a good motto. At least it's gotten me this far. I can't stand uncomfortable silence, and so I try and me. fill it with humor. Yeah. That's my mm-hmm. big downfall. Have you ever had a situation where you're clearly you're like, this is not a joke situation, but I can't stop my mouth from saying what it's saying? I can, uh, Yeah, you can't handle the fact that there's no words, and we can just listen to... Or, like, think about what was just said. I always need to, like, fill it in with, like, extra unneeded words. Do you ever have verbal diarrhea? Where you're just, like, you're like, I need to stop talking. Why am I still talking? Oh, yeah. A thousand percent, yes. Mm -hmm. That's why I kind of have this podcast now is to get it all out there. So that way I can. Is this your diarrhea? Yeah, it's like, I just want to talk about things sometimes. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't care if people listen to it. I just want to say it and then get it out of my body. Do you ever go to the, the, the Target? In town? Yeah, the Target. You ever go to the Target? Yeah, I've been to the Target. I love the Target. I use a lot of services that the Target offers, like uh, photo stuff. And so you can like have your Christmas cards printed out at the Target. Okay. And so We're talking about tar- the red one, right? Yeah, the, the Target. With the bullseye. It's, yeah, and, it's a bullseye and symbol. dog and the Massimo. Yeah, they have Massimo stuff there. I don't know. He cheated his kids into college. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. Uh, so I went to the t- the Target mm-hmm. once, and it was like six days before Christmas, and it's v- really busy. Yeah, and ta- the Target is as about it should to be. Close. It's yeah. all we have here. So right. yeah, <laughs> the only store we have. The Target is getting ready to close. It's twenty minutes before closing, and I went and I picked up the photos that we were having. I was also sick. It was a Christmas sick and everything's busy and i hate wearing a coat during the winter because i i'm wearing the coat for the five seconds i'm outside but then i'm inside of a store for 60 minutes and i'm sweating like there's no tomorrow you gotta get the thinner one if you so i'm already i'm already just angry at what's Mm -hmm. going on and so this guy rings up my wife and i and all we're doing is buying our christmas cards at the target Mm -hmm. and so He's like, okay, it'll be this much, and then it runs my my wife had already put her card in, so it automatically ran her card, and it was like four hundred and eighty dollars. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, excuse mm-hmm. me, Colby, Colby, these are supposed to be like twenty two cents a piece. We only ordered fifty of them. It there's no way it's five hundred. She's like, oh yeah, God. I accidentally scanned this other thing and rang it up, and I'm like, okay, well you need to undo it and then re-ring it up and then like, like well colby right uh, this is where your job comes into play right and i get it right maybe mm-hmm. colby was temporary help and just there for this is the first shift but 
he picked the wrong dude on the wrong day. So then he rings it up and he charges us 22 cents. And I'm like, no, we bought 50 of them at 22 cents. So I don't want to leave and get you in trouble because you did this. So he has to call his manager over. And so the manager's doing it. And I get verbal diarrhea. Like I just ate a whole jar of pickles and I'm like, well, you know, Colby, you know, it, you know, everyone makes mistakes and today you made a mistake and hopefully Santa's not oh watching my God. And my wife literally is pulling on my arm and trying to get me away. And I keep talking and I can hear it in my mind. We get one step out of the target and she goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you, are you having a stroke right now? Because you are not making any sense. Why did you berate that poor? That poor young dude Did in you there. keep verbal diarrhea? Maybe I am having a stroke right now. Maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe I'm going to steal that guy's car right now. I'm going to. Well, and then I did like, I did this thing where I'm like, I'm too hot. And I pulled my coat off <laughs> in the parking lot. And then by the time I got in the car, I was too cold. Like, now I'm cold. <laughs> Can we go to Dairy Queen? There are just moments in my life where I wish I could take it back. Oh, for, I've, I think you ever just like lay awake at night? Like, and then you're just like, wow, I wish I wouldn't have said that. 14 years ago. Every night of my life. <laughs> you're like, you're I'm like, thinking about it right now. I'm like, yeah. I should never have told you that story of that girl. <laughs> like, but it's also just like, I don't know who cares. You know, you can't get it back. It's like, why not just embrace it? If you ever had the opportunity to time travel and change one thing from your past. I don't think do I would. Yeah. I really don't think I would. I've got one. What? My buddy, Scott, his dad worked for Microsoft and is a big screw you to Microsoft. Apple sent them all the first generation iPod before it came out. Mm-hmm. And so this is before, I mean, this is before the idea of digital music yeah. was a thing mm-hmm. like Napster. Do you remember Napster? Are you too young? I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. What year were you born? 99. God damn it. So <laughs> Napster is a 98 thing. Yeah. Well, I mean like by, by, by 99, we were well into the digital. Music oh, I had a revolution. phone when I was born. Yeah. I, I was floppy like, disc. Congratulations. It's a, it's a mighty air. It's a boy. And here's a cell phone. I was like, wow, Steve jobs is so smart. When I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he wasn't like the, all the nineties. He wasn't smart. Speaking of uh, iPhone, it looks like you're getting a, uh, Oh, I'm not going to answer it. I'm not, I'll ignore this call. <laughs> you can answer it as long as you answered it on the. So I get so, I'm touch I'm touching the first iPod mm-hmm. right because he doesn't care he throws it downstairs yeah. to Scott and I, and I'm holding it in my hand I'm like, oh my god, this is the future this is amazing and at this point they it had a wheel that actually went like click 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 yeah click, yeah click. yeah and it could it could carry like three thousand. Uh, songs, mm. which today, you know, like you've got access to 28 million songs on your phone. It's, but at the time, it was it, huge. It's the greatest thing. Yeah. Right. It'd be like when Ugg discovered fire, right? Yeah. So I went home that day and I talked to my dad and I was like, listen, I don't know where we are financially, but I do know that there's a college fund for me out there somewhere. You need to take all that money and you need to invest in Apple stock right now. Really? And my dad said, the last time you want me to invest in something, it was a Chuck E. Cheese. So, no. And once a year, just like Jim Henson's funeral, mm-hmm. I do the math of what the, like, $45,000 my parents had saved, what it would have turned into mm-hmm. buying Apple stock at that time. And, I, like, I, would I, I wouldn't be talking at? to you. We wouldn't be friends. <laughs> I would be with my billionaire other friends. Like, it's ridiculous. It's something... The last time I did it, if I had just left that money in there straight, no no changes or anything, it was something like $62 million. Mm-hmm. 
It's just insane. So you could have been like a Doug Burgum of Fargo. I could have. I could have. Well, and I probably wouldn't even be here, right? Like, I got that kind of money. Why (laughs) why would I stick around this fucking shitty hole? I would find myself in New York City (laughs) at one of the finest clubs (laughs) dancing the night away with people who love me for my money. Stocks are so weird. How, like, you can just invest like dollars into something and then just be like a like those GameStop guys that yeah. they're like what is their life now their life isn't the same it was a week ago when they were still planning it out it's 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 amazing to me that there are people out there who like oh you know I just love to gamble yeah. right like I want to go and gamble mm-hmm. well that's what the stock market is to some yeah. extent like it's just gambling with like higher probability winning Right, sort of. If you, I mean, if you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. I like scratch offs. <laughs> I think those are fun. You like, Ooh. you like the quick thrill. Yeah, I don't even like winning. I just like the coin scratching. You just like that aspect. I always thought it was funny when like someone steal. Like you see those stories sometimes where like someone steals someone like lottery ticket. Yeah, that like it's like what are you gonna you're gonna cash it in and then they're gonna arrest you. Yeah, they know which one <laughs> like, it is. They know it's a winner. Like. <laughs> You're going to so, go somewhere and you haven't had a chance to really get into the bar scene much. Yeah. But I let mean, me tell you about yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Well, something about the bar scene. Mm-hmm. Pull tabs. You ever I've, done, I've a pull done tab? I've done a few pull tabs. I won $50 on a pull tab once. I don't understand the appeal of pull tabs. Yeah. It drives me crazy because there's no excitement. At least with the scratchers, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. oh. I talk about this a lot where I'm like, I like going, like, if I go to a casino with my friends, I, I'm only like, I'll bet $40. Like, that's all I'm going in. And that's basically paying for the experience of hanging out with my right. friends, going to the casino, having a fun time. Like, I would never just give $40 and be like, maybe this will be more. <laughs> like, I would, I'm paying for an experience if I win anything, which I don't. I'm so bad at gambling. I always really? lose. I always lose, JJ. Every single time I gamble, I never leave with money. I, I could be up money, and then I lose all of it because I just. Because you don't, don't know when to I don't, stop. I don't know when to stop. And I, I'm like, well, I'm still having a fun time. Are you, though? I mean, yeah. Because if it's like $40, I'm fine losing 40 I and mean, like, I'm not happy losing $40, but like. But that's a, but it's, but it's getting entertainment out exactly, of it. Exactly. That's yeah. the whole point. It's like paying for Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I'm. Right. It's like the lights and. that That's adult Chuck E. Cheese or casinos. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> um, they should have slides at the, casinos. Oh. <laughs> like foam pits. I don't know. I, 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 I've seen a lot of people at casinos. I don't know if I want to be in the same foam same pit. Same ball pit. Yeah. Is, ew, whose blood is on it? be like, what's this? <laughs> um, the I've left a casino way up only once. Really? And you know what? It's fleeting because I put it in my bank account and it, it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. You know? You know he's like, just going to go towards gas and groceries. Yeah. In this, I bought a MacBook in this mm-hmm. case. So like yeah. that was my big thing. But every time I looked at that MacBook... I was like, got you, because I was really on a heater once playing blackjack. There are weird things that people <laughs> like gamble on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, hey, I, dude, you're fucking weird around your laptop. I'm turn this laptop into more money. Would you guys like any water? Laptop? Do you want anything? <laughs> uh, well, I do take my laptop to bed with me from time to time. So, I mean, a laptop is like a modern day yeah. partner. Mm-hmm. Right, because it, it gives you what you need and it provides information and argues with you. I kind of feel that way about my phone more than my laptop. Oh yeah, I don't use like I I don't know. My laptop is just kind of a. So I I don't want to have to use my laptop. 
but I usually like for this podcast I do. But like I feel like everything, like I can make just on your phone. Yeah, it's, See, it's so weird because you're padding your crotch pretty much, yes, and so like I'm like, I, is that your phone or are you just pocket, checking to make sure your genitals are still there? I have a pocket right over my crotch, mm. so it's like a nut cup. I'm because I played baseball, you know this. Yep. growing up. Yep. So what position did you play? Uh, the one where I need to protect my crotch, which is okay. shortstop, which is on the bench. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Cause the starters would come in and be like, what's up, Kenny? It'd slap my crotch. And you, uh, you ever see that movie, a league of their own? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. What's it about? What's so it about, about the girls, girls playing baseball during world war two. Oh, I've seen clips of it on YouTube. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. But at the end of it, it's mm-hmm. sister versus sister. One is on one team. One's on the other. And Gina Davis is the older sister. She's so good. And her younger sister, Kit and Kit rounds third. And it's the last play of the game. And she bumps into her sister, Dottie earlier. The same thing had happened. And Dottie held the ball in this one. Dottie's hand drops and then her fingers open and the ball falls out. And so, so it's like, like very slow motion. Like, no, no. but I think a lot of people, depending on where your position Mm. is in your family, see it differently. For example, my wife, who's the youngest of three children says the younger sister outplayed her. She wanted it more. Whereas Mm. I said, no, the older sibling didn't want it as much. So she gave it to the hers because she knew she was going to fucking whine. Right. About yes. it all the time. And Gina Davis has got, she's married to Bill Pullman, who's now a war hero in the movie. And she's got a lot going on. So she needs to give her younger yeah, sister something. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's what you got to do sometimes for family. You got to yeah. sacrifice your fucking game. Who cares? It's a baseball game. Like, I saved my sister's life once. Really? Yeah. We had this dog, like my aunt's mm-hmm. dog was scheduled to be put down because it bit a neighbor kid. Mm-hmm. And so she called my mom. She's like, you got to come over here and take this dog or they're going to take it to the pound. So we went and we got this dog and they are legally hiding it now. And it was a nice dog. Mm-hmm. It was the same breed as the dog I had like growing up. And my sister jumped off the dock, ran, jumped off the dock at our lake place. Mm-hmm. And then the dog jumped after her to play and like kept dunking her down oh, like under the water. Yeah. And so I reacted and I jump off that dock. I pushed the dog away and I, Fucking lifeguard my I sister. I drowned the dog. I, I put the dog's head underwater dog. until it stopped moving. Damn her. I'm a hero. Your sister's like, I'm fine. I'm on land. I'm fine. <laughs> I can touch. I can yeah. touch. <laughs> it's not deep. I was playing with the dog. <laughs> so uh, I saved my sister's life. That's impressive. My dad saved my life one time, kind of like that. Really? Yeah. So I was like, I was like two or three, you know, like those memories when you're like so young, you're like, I could have been two or 14. It's like in that range. But I was, I was like, like, yeah, like three. And my dad was at like, we had this barbecue with this guy he worked with. His name was Mark. And not that that contributes to the story. You know, a lot of details (laughs) for a young kid, (laughs) but he was, uh, he, he was me and my sister. There was like a pool in Mark's yard. He was rich. Like he had a pool in his yard and he's, he's dead now. So. He must have been. Yeah, he's not very Apple. rich anymore. He's, yeah, yeah. He must have had an iPhone from <laughs> 2002. And we're throwing this like this like ball or across the pool. We're like throwing it back and forth, and then it like landed in the pool. Like it landed in, and I didn't know how to swim, but I was like, I'll just grab it and then I'll get out of the pool. And I just kind of like fall in, and I just remember like sinking underwater and just like looking up. I'm like what's it going to happen next? Like, am I, am I just going to go to the bottom? And then I see my dad come up and he's like, like all panicked. It's like, like muffled. Cause I'm underwater. <laughs> he's yelling instructions. Yeah. And he like grabbed me out. Actually, he didn't grab me out right away. He like rolled up his sleeves first. 
Which I think, I think, I think says a lot about like he sees his son dying uh-huh. and he's like, he can wait two more seconds for me to not have wet. And he pulls me out and uh, yeah, he like saved my life. And then the rest of the party, I was like, I my clothes were wet. So they like threw them in a dryer and I'm just butt just naked, naked in a towel on my dad's lap. And it was like pretty windy. So the towel would like open up at the party and everyone, <laughs> but you can't tell someone what to do with their kid's penis. Yeah. They're like, so they're like, they just someone bur- put a cell phone in front of that kid's crotch. <laughs> no, they were like very subtle about it. They were like, you know, Jerry, these burgers are great. Should his penis be out like <laughs> be, Should it be right? Yeah. Down? Should it be right in front of uh, Speaking of things your penis is coming into contact with, we're recording this in your bedroom. Yes. And this is the first time I've ever been in your bedroom. Yeah. And what's with your bed? It's pretty shitty, right? There's, well, it's clearly there's a mattress, and then mm-hmm. on top of the mattress there's something else, but it's not the same size as your mattress. <laughs> so there's a uh, about a half a foot on either side and the back and the base that you can't actually sleep on. <laughs> so JJ, that is memory foam on top, and it's actually memory foam that my grandma used to use back like ten years ago on her bed, and I just kind of took it. And now I have it on mine. Okay, okay. Because hold on, she's hold on. so the she's, ghost of your grandmother <laughs> is inside the memory of this. Foam. Yeah. So I I sleep I I yeah it's like a so she uh, she clearly had like a, a double bed yeah you've got she a, had a queen queen and you're like oh, <laughs> it's no big deal it's not the right size for the bed at it all it looks messed up it looks. <laughs> No one has brought it up before. It looks like it looks like you were building a pyramid, and after like two days' work, you're like, yeah. "Screw it, I'm done." Yes, it looks like there should it should meet at a point at like the tippy uh-huh. top, but but it's not. Yeah, it's just something to remember, Grandma. You also have a 2021 yearly calendar that has all the months and all the days <laughs> and cacti all over it. So, did you steal that from? A dead old lady, too. And you stopped crossing out the dates on January 20th. So I don't know what day it is. I know it's not January 20th, but it could literally be any other day after. The only people that have called me out on my wall calendar are you and Mike, the guy who was on my last podcast. And he called me out on the wall calendar. Look, so I have it. So I like, I just forget to check. I try to write. And I like you're forgetting a lot. We're recording this and it's the beginning of March, man. I lost the Sharpie. So I just like, I don't really cross it out. Oh, well, do you have a GoFundMe going for the Sharpie yet? (laughs) I mean, do we need to get some money together for you? We might have to get another. I mean, I could get a pen maybe. You also (laughs) have a camera on your bedside table next to to some cologne and a box of tissues without what appears to be no tissues on it. (laughs) Which also and, and, and a bunch of thumbtacks, which makes me feel really uncomfortable. Well, that's just because I uh, also there's, there's is, no way to explain it. That side table is probably the shittiest piece of furniture I've ever seen in my entire life. That's not a table, JJ. That's, this is a drawer. Probably something they put like milk jugs in in like the '60s. So, and then you it's got, like rotting wood. Is that like a record player over there? That yeah, it is. It's is it really? Yeah, old, it, yeah. Because I can tell. Cause I got it's got it from the speaker. boys' ranch. And I, this bedroom to me looks like somebody said like, oh my God, I've been claiming for the last five years that I've got a kid and the IRS is showing up later today. Throw some fucking furniture into a let's, bedroom let's and put pretend. A, put a dwarf in some street clothes and then. No, this here <laughs> in like a bib. 
yeah. this is uh yeah here here's how I kind of view my room JJ yeah. I I I don't think I'm gonna be in it for like much longer S- like I think what I'm, year did you graduate from high school well I graduated 2017 yeah you should have been fucking saying that the summer after exactly, you graduated right? and here you are mm-hmm. and it's 2021 yeah so I'm saying uh. You know, I keep it clean for the most part. I think the floor, like, you can walk on it just fine. Do you know what your parents are going to do with your room once you move out? Uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll they'll keep it intact. Like, as your room? Like a shrine? Yeah, I think I I, I did a lot for this room. You've really made it your own? I really made it, yeah, yeah. So are you saying that you want to be able to leave, like, in a moment's notice, and that's why you don't have a lot of things well i also just don't really care about like aesthetic like i'm not a very aesthetically pleasing guy i just kind of have what i need and then i (laughs) go live i I just go do stand-up and that's i think i don't need to say much more than that i do stand-up so i don't really you want to i'm not i'm not like the the prettiest so I, I I don't know if you've been yet to a gig where the club puts you up in their like apartment. Have you ever been to one of these like in these an apartment? Com- yeah. So I kind of did one last week. It was like in a an apartment building, but it was like a like a big room that they had there with just mattresses in it. No, they're actually. It was like, dude, I don't even know what it was for. It was just like all these like. No other comedians were there. It was like this guy telling us. Okay, what well, it was called Makewell. It's like this a bunch of creative people, and I was filling in for uh, my friend John. And this guy went up, and he was like telling a story about how he was like he biked these trails in the Badlands, and he like biked with the founder of Walmart. And I was like, why, how am I on this show? Like, what is, what am I, it's like, he's talking about his bike trail and I go up and so I talk they, about my dad's penis. Yeah, were you, was it supposed to be like a TED talk? Yeah, and, and I was like <laughs> swearing. They're like, well, there goes the PG-13 rating. I was like, there was a rating for this? I was just, I, I was told to just come do stand-up. Interesting. But, yeah. Sounds like your friend John really threw you under a bus. <laughs> no, it was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, by, the, by the way, he is filming for Holy Moly right now. Oh, really? Yeah. If you know that show. Yeah. I'm having him on the podcast next week. He's going to tell me all about it. Oh, well, just stop listening to this one. Then. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. going to be way better. I, I won't get into it too much, but it's going to be exciting. One of the things I've noticed over the years, and my touring has not been the nonstop touring that like a, mm. a stand-up will do. I mean, I did a 10-day stint, and that was my longest on the road. But yeah. so one of the things that some comedy clubs, especially in like bigger towns, have is it gets expensive putting people up in hotels. Mm-hmm. So they rent a shitty apartment and essentially put just a couple mattresses in there, and that's it. <clears throat> and these places are usually pretty sketch to begin with. Yeah. But then when you have a bunch of people who just don't care anymore, like they're like, <laughs> this is where I sleep between telling jokes mm-hmm. about my dad's penis. <sighs> Uh, they don't really take very good care of it. I mean, it looks yeah. like th- it could be a murder scene. As for they all should. That you know. Yeah. <laughs> those are the ones that mm. you'll love to stay in, those little tiny Yeah. I, I honestly, I just stayed in, like, the Hilton in, like, downtown Minneapolis, and it was, like, I got it on, like, Priceline pretty cheap, but it was, like, too nice. Like, I just hate feeling like, I like, there's so much around me that, like, if I touch that TV, I'll owe them like a million dollars or like if I break anything. I like the super eights of like Oh my just god. Just kind of I don't know. It's just why don't I pay you less than line benders? <laughs> you don't need it. Yeah, you're right. And you could. Mm-hmm. I think that's 
the moral of this podcast is that I'm I, I fuck myself over financially in a lot of situations. Let me tell you about a, a hotel experience I had in Devil's Lake, North oh Dakota. God. So it was at the end of this big long tour, mm-hmm. and we head up. Our last gig is at Devil's in Devil's Lake, and it's for a nice group. Mm-hmm. And they've booked us at the Super Eight. So we check in. It's a Sunday night show. And we're the only people staying in the Super 8. And when I say only, I literally mean only. I'm not using it like, oh, there's only a couple people there. No, I, I, I can see. We're the, <laughs> only, the ones, only person. Right? So it's two rooms, or three rooms. Two rooms for the guys and one room for the girls. They put us, the guys, in room like 101, just beyond the lobby. And they put the girls on the complete opposite end, one floor up. So I'm like, why are they segregating us like this? That's ridiculous. Like, what if there's trouble, right? Mm -hmm. But because I'm not a girl and I'm not in that room, I'm not really worried about it. What got us to leave this motel is we went to go swimming and Mm -hmm. we opened up the pool room and it smelled like a part of the ladies' anatomy. You know know what I'm talking about? The armpit. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The leg armpit. <clears throat> have you ever, um, have you ever had pudding that like sits in the cup too long and it forms that skin, like um, a skin on top of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So my buddy Zach put his finger into the water and when he pulled it up, a sheet of film came up with his finger, like the like top clear. Layer. No, it was like very greenish color to it, but the bottom of the pool was green. And so we we're like, oh, my God, the the water itself, the chlorinated water has somehow formed scabies. How the hell? Like, how does it even get that dirty? Right. That's a good question. Who was bathing in yeah. this? Like, because it must have been like that for a while then. Yeah. No one, no pool boy at a super eight. Nope. Nope. No lifeguard on duty. Baby. Yeah. I was going to say. So we left and we went to the casino. And we stayed there instead. Oh, because that's cleaner. It, it was, in this case, it was way cleaner. Uh, but I've stayed in some real dives over the years. But I've also stayed in yeah. some places that are really nice. Yeah. I like, see, I like staying in a nice place. One time we stayed in a, my family were on vacation and we went to Chicago and we stayed in the Palmer House. I've hotel. stayed in the Palmer House too. And it's so nice. It's like one of the nicest hotels. And we got it really cheap because we used Priceline. Priceline saves lives. Oh, it, is it gets, this podcast brought to us by Priceline? Uh, Sure. And may, maybe, who knows? Maybe they'll be like, you know what? I like that John guy, <laughs> the Priceline negotiator. Um, So we stayed in the Palmer house and we were there the same night. Apparently Bill Clinton was there, but we didn't get to see him. But I mean, like, I would hope not. He's the president, former president of the United States. You shouldn't just be like bumping into him being like, oh, hey, (laughs) sorry, man. No, but here's the thing. We got in the elevator going up to the room where we were on the seventh floor. We got in the elevator. It stops on the third floor. Uh, John Stockton of the Utah Jazz NBA Hall of Famer walks in the elevator with me and my dad. I have no idea who he is. I'm like eight. And my dad's like, oh, John, do you know who this is? I was like. Uh, a guy like, in the don't elevator. call me John. Yeah. Call me Mr. Stockton. I was like, no, I don't. I know. All... And then he was like, this is John Stockton. And I was like, hello, Mr. Stockton. And then we, the doors open on the seventh floor, the floor we're on. And David Robinson, another <laughs> NBA player gets on. And my dad was like, huh, what the hell? And I had, I was like, can we just go back? I want to swim. Like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> and we're stopping on this elevator. 
But it, yeah, my dad tells that story a lot because it was more exciting for him. It was like the highlight of his life. Yeah, I was like, I don't care. I played. I, I'm sure like my basketball team is just as good at this point. I bet it is. My traveling seven AU team. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my dad used to take myself and then eventually my sister mm-hmm. with his business partner and his business partner's kids who were much younger than we were to a twins game every year. So mm-hmm. it was cool because we'd drive down like on a Friday and get to swim in the pool and then go to a game on Saturday yeah. and swim in the pool and come home. Mm-hmm. And it was probably nice for my dad too because he got to go to a bar that wasn't his home bar, right? So he gets to go to this place. So we stay at this Marriott that my dad really liked. And one of the times I'm like, I'm old enough to know that when we're here and it's my dad, we're going to order pizza and get pizza delivered to the hotel. So I'm swimming and I stop swimming and I'm like, hey, it's time to order pizza. So I went and found my dad in the hotel bar and my dad's talking to some guy at at the bar. Mm-hmm. And my dad was not like me. He doesn't get starstruck in the way I was. But so my dad's sitting there talking to this guy and I was like, dad, I need $20 for pizza. <laughs> and then I like kind of jiggled my tummy a little bit like I was hungry. Yeah, like- and my dad's like, JJ, this is Johnny Unitas. Say hello. And I was like, who is Johnny yeah, Unitas? I don't care. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was just ashamed, right? So he gives me the $20 and I leave. Well, years later, I find out Johnny Unitas is one of football's greatest sports heroes. <laughs> like, people love Johnny Unitas. And so I passed up the opportunity to meet him while I was only wearing swim trunks. Jiggling your belly. Jiggling my belly. There is nothing in it. I need some pizza. (laughs) Then on another trip, my dad met Shaquille O'Neal and Dan Aykroyd at a house of blues in New York, in New Orleans. What are they doing together? So they were at some kind of like an event. Like, well, I mean, Dan Aykroyd owns all the house of blueses. So he was there. He probably is there all the time. They're probably Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, here he comes. Just someone get some chicken fingers ready. But my dad, like, was like meeting Shaquille O'Neal was the nicest guy. And while they were chatting, some dude showed up and flashed his penis to them because he had this giant like gauge ring in it because it's New Orleans doing during Mardi Gras. And so flashing the bird is something pretty popular, I guess. Did he, they like ask Shaq? Well, Shaq, Shaq, let me see that thing. Shaq had like a really funny line because there's like a group of like 10 of them at this time. And Shaq, Shaq's like, like, that's pretty cute. <laughs> Damn, that's cute. Yeah, right? Like, like really putting this guy down because I'm sure Shaq has just a monster peen. That'd be pretty funny if he didn't. Just like a <laughs> tiny, like... Yeah, it's just like... All like the testosterone all, all went into his voice. <laughs> it's all foreskin. <laughs> um, are, you, uh, are you circumcised? No. Yeah? I do you, find, about do you find that's odd? No. I mean, it's like you don't find your own penis odd. So it's more like I, I just find it like. The way it's always been. Yeah. So when you see another wiener. Yeah, like all the time. Yeah. Are you uh, ever like, oh. Uh, no, because it's more of like a, like I watch porn. So it's like I see it in porn. But then it's what? like. In what porn are you seeing a flaccid, <laughs> uncircumcised what? penis. What? I never said flaccid. Well, I mean. Well, that's the only way you could tell. Like, when you're, when someone well, is. Well, I don't mean like. When uns- someone's engaging in porn, like, <laughs> you should. I'm not talking like uncircumcised. I'm just saying penises in general. I, oh, okay. I get to, I get a fair amount of them. And- oh, you see the, yeah. My best friend <sighs> growing up was not circumcised. And so, like, 
it was a big deal like for us to be like comparing our peens when we were little and i'm like why is yours different than mine i don't know like why is yours different than mine you're like i don't get to see that friend very much anymore he right mo- he moved away <laughs> uh he uh, he and i are not friends anymore in fact no. he asked me to officiate his wedding and then i didn't really yeah it was a big deal in fact here full disclosure so when he he got he, this, was, this was his second wedding that i didn't officiate but his first wedding I went to it, and then his sisters were like, oh, what's your role in the wedding? Because you and this kid were, like, tied at the hip all the way through, like, my sophomore year of high school until I got cool. <laughs> and not that he's uncool, but, like, he ran with a different crowd. I found my tribe yeah, yeah, yeah. with, you know, drama kids. And so I was like, I don't have a, a job. Like, I'm not in charge of gifts. I'm not a best man or anything like that. And they're like, that's weird. <laughs> and then I found out that his first wife said, I don't know, JJ, you're not allowed to have him in the wedding. And I'm like, if she's making rules like that before the like marriage yeah. even starts, and then it didn't work out for Get her. out. Yeah. Get out of that. Yeah. And then she was the kind of gal, I guess, who like at night he'd have to hand his phone over and she'd go through all the text messages and stuff. Are and you then, serious? Yeah. And then she'd compare it to like a bill later on to say like, okay, you made... 1,000 text messages, but there's only 900 in here. Where are the other 100 text messages? So is it a surprise that that didn't work he's out? Like, he's like, I me. deleted them because I was cheating on you. <laughs> right, yeah. That, like, that's what uh, I would say. Uh, I would, duh, Brittany. Yeah, you fucking idiot. What do you think? Where You think they just disappeared? No, I'm cheating on you. Right. God, that's fucking... Isn't that weird? If I was with somebody who asked me... And, like, I would never want to see my wife. I would never want to see... Like, if my wife was having an affair, I would never want to see what she says about me to the man she's choosing to have relations with. Be like, oh, he's just sitting there. And it fuck him, took, took him 25 minutes to play, yeah. you know, this part of Red Dead Redemption. He's not a real man. <laughs> and then, like, go back and be like, if I had only not eaten all those ice cream cones, come on, man! God damn it. Yeah. This, you- uh, this uh, like, I think, um, it's like, how do you not get the balls to be like no you can't look through my phone you psycho right like i don't get how it's like gets that far into it because it's like i don't know i feel like like me and my girlfriend we've only been dating for like seven months but we don't really lie like we pretty much just tell each other everything that's going on but like we don't really care it's good yeah like it's more of just like a i don't care like do what you want but you you do keep a little mystery. You don't lie to yeah, each other, like but you, keep, you don't tell her. Well, everything. I don't tell her like everything that happens, like on the you know, like on the road. Like, did you tell her like, that this is your grandma's memory foam <laughs> mattress? Like, does she? No, know that? I didn't tell her about that. This See, yeah, like, keeps yeah. the mystery. Yeah, I mean, she listens. She's one of my only listeners to this oh, podcast. No. So. <laughs> Ellie, if you're listening to this, uh, um, I, I'd love to have you on <laughs> somewhere. Ellie knows how I got on this podcast. It was pretty much me, like being like, "Hey, man." What's up? You haven't had me. You've got, you're on your like sixth episode and you're not inviting me on your podcast. I was podcast. like, I'm sorry. I want to be the gun on the podcast. Jesus Christ. How did you get in my house? Why do you have an old lady's lamp? Like, Dude, I've had that. I got that from my grandma too. That That's little been, gold one? That yes, little yes. tiny you gold tap one? It. You tap it to turn it on. It's one of those like, I don't know how they fucking made those where it's like you just touch it and it turns yeah. on. I don't I know like what technology stuff. they put into it, but I bet I guarantee they use that technology on like rockets. You think that they have to be touch based on rockets? Because here's my thing: Have you ever been like fumbling for your phone and you accidentally turn it on? Yeah. You don't want an accidental turn on of something inside of a rocket. (laughs) You want a button that you have to push, and then there's a little sign that says, "Are you sure you want to push this button?" And then you have to push in uh, the other one and then twist it. 
then you have to like think about it. There's a button that you press to contemplate. Yeah, I mean, d- just to flush the toilet on the <laughs> on the Challenger should be like seven steps. Yeah, right. Or you should just should have to eat it. You just shouldn't have your to. shit. You should <laughs> yeah. have to eat your astronaut <laughs> shit. Do it for America. Okay, so I on my podcast JJ Meets World mm-hmm. available on iTunes, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. You, you can plug soon. it. Uh, I was gonna let you do it at the end. Okay, if you good. Do it. I'll yeah, just do, do it right it. now. You can do it twice. I'd love if you hit the subscribe button too. <laughs> you don't have to listen to him. Just hit the subscribe button. Uh, let's do it at the end. <laughs> uh, I, on my most recent episode, I talk about unpopular opinions. So things okay. that I think that you can't really say out loud, right? Because mm-hmm. it's unpopular. And my <laughs> spoiler alert: after talking about things like. Um, Reese's peanut butter cups are not that good in moving along. And uh, my last one is I enjoy having diarrhea. Really? I like the fact that I'm like ex- getting all this stuff out of my body and it's some private time for me in the bathroom, which yeah. I like. Like I enjoy times when I can be by myself. I actually get that. Like right? I get the the thrill of it. Yeah, it is a like thrill. like it's kind of like wow, all that was in me and now it's not. Yeah, and like I probably yeah. am lighter now. Like I probably yeah, like less. you feel like you're on the moon, like walking. But diarrhea for me usually involves like a lot of like liquid. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so here's what I worry about. These are the things that keep me up at night. After I think of why did I say that, I think of I could never be an astronaut because I get nervous tummy. <laughs> and how do you have a very liquidy diarrhea if you're in zero gravity? Yeah. yeah. Unless they put something into your butt, then you... But, like, even a plumber will tell you that's not how plumbing works. You can't shove a pipe into another pipe and, like, and everything will go out like that. You have to put the pipe over the other pipe. Well, that's a man that hasn't tried it, I feel like. The plumber, the plumber yeah. is going to, I, I want to talk to a plumber because they would absolutely know how it works. I feel like you got to take like laxatives if you're going to the moon, like before, you know? So, well, I mean like, dude, you're, or just wear a diaper, I guess, if you don't care about like when you're in a spacesuit, where, what do you do? Are you peeing and pooping huh. in that spacesuit? You better be holding it. You better, you better go before you get in the spacesuit. If you know you're going to be in a spacesuit, you better... Do you ever see the movie Gold Member? Austin Powers is the third Austin. I've Powers never. Movie. I've only seen clips of Austin Powers. How I've old never, are you? I'm 21. Damn it. Yeah. So Austin Powers was the height of comedy for a lot of us for uh, almost a decade. Mm-hmm. I also haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite. Oh wow. I know it's not the same, but it's like kind of the same. You had to have been there, I think, for Napoleon Dynamite yeah. because at that time none of us had seen a comedy that was as absurd and dry. And dry, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I don't think it would uh-huh. mean it as anything uh-huh. to you, right? So in Awesome Powers, he starts playing more and more characters, and one of the characters he plays is called Fat Bastard because we were really refined when it came to comedy. Mm-hmm. Pinky up. <laughs> And so it was this big fat suit, and he was a Scottish guy, and he's like, ooh, I want to eat ya, baby. <laughs> so when Mike Myers would put on this fat suit, it would take so long that they eventually built him a tube for peeing. And so his wife would reach underneath the costume and pull the tube out and then help him pee, but he couldn't go into a bathroom because the suit was so big. So 
they'd give him a bucket and essentially like be like, no one look over at Mike. And Mike Myers' wife would help him pee into this bucket with a tube, like a length of tubing. And then she'd jiggle the tubing to try and get as many droplets out and then put it back into the suit because he'd stay in it for like 16 hours at a time. Was that in like a book that you read? That was, no, that was a story I think he told on Entertainment Tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like a talk show yeah. story that yeah. he tells? Yeah, because everyone's like, what was it like <laughs> playing Fat Bastard? He's like, well, my wife and I have a much deeper understanding yeah. of each other. He's like, well, point. I had to pee in this tube and it would drain out. And they're like, dude, we just wanted to know the role. We don't care what <laughs> happened to your piss. Shut up, <laughs> yeah, man. Jesus. Shut up. Dude, what did you think I meant by that? I look up to you as a role model. Would you ever let me help you pee? Yeah. Yeah? I'd let a lot of people help me pee. I, I don't think, because here's the thing. I work with like kids. And I've they not, pee a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, this I, I'm not gonna talk. I don't want to do a HIPAA violation, but yeah, you do have to deal with all that kind of stuff. And uh, I've dealt with a HIPAA violation, and it's not fun. And you had one? Yeah, I did. Oh no, Hear on this it? podcast? No, no, not on the podcast. Because if you want to get a bunch of listeners and downloads, mm-hmm. like commit a HIPAA violation, and that way they've got to like use this as evidence, so that it keeps getting listened to over and over and over and over again, including at your court <laughs> appearance. The. Yeah, <laughs> the HIPAA violation was they were like, uh, you can't. You, should you be talking about this? Well, I'm not. Here's the thing: a HIPAA violation is you can't talk about the person. And the thing that they said was you can't take pictures of the kids. Oh my god! And I was like, a violation. Like, no, and I was like, well, that definitely doesn't include <laughs> selfies with the kids. <laughs> so I, I was like, taking. I was like, hey, get in the picture person and then we would take a picture and then they called me in and i was like that's i don't think that's fair that's not fair that i'm can't take a vacation for three months now that's the punishment is you can't go on vacation for three months what yeah that sucks and they don't pay (laughs) (laughs) you're just like an indentured servant you're gonna be here pretty much hey is that one of those sharpie pens that you got right there this yeah oh no never mind paper mate this is my favorite kind of pen you can sharpie makes the best pen I'm going to tell you that. That might be your yeah. favorite right now, but it's clear that you haven't seen a Sharpie pen. The Sharpie I've pen. I've used a Sharpie pen The before. click Sharpie pen, the one that clicks. It Maybe looks not. like this pen that you're holding here, but you can get it in 0.5 or 0.7 millimeters, whichever mm-hmm. one. So I like the 0.7 millimeters because I got big, beefy fingers. Yeah. How did some pens and, like, how did they just figure it out? I don't. I how are st- they just okay. like, I know what people want, and I'm going to make the perfect pen. I consider myself an intelligent man. Mm-hmm. I have no fucking clue how a pen works. Dude, I like, have. Do, is it gravity that's pushing the ink out? Like, yeah. how does it, the, like, mm-hmm. why isn't, like, when you unclick it out, why is it not spilling everywhere? Yeah. yeah I don't I, get it. I don't, yeah, I don't, like, I don't understand how microphones work that we're talking into. How is my voice now in that? He's referencing the Rodecaster Pro. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Like, the things that you take for granted that are just so mm-hmm. simple, like a laminator, I get it. You heat up mm-hmm. two pieces of plastic, and they melt together, and then, boom, it's laminated. Yeah. Done. I can wrap my mind around that. Mm-hmm. But when you tell me, like, hey, listen, the thing we're recording right now is going to be available on everyone's computer and out in the mm-hmm. digital world. Yeah. In the cloud, my God, I don't know. I don't understand the cloud. how it works. Here's the thing that I don't understand. How did Crayola just perfect crayons? Like, how did they make crayons just every kid needs a crayon? Because, okay, so we, they were like, I was with this kid, and he had, like, a box full of crayons, and they were, like, kind of jumbled, like, like cray art or whatever the fuck. Is it a hip violation? No, because it's crayons. <laughs> and he had, there was a Crayola crayon, and then there was, like, a 
just like this crayon that was uh, like just this weird brand. And it's just like, it didn't work. Like it was garbage. I don't know how you make a crayon that doesn't work. And the Crayola one like works fine. It's like, how did, what did they do different? I have a theory that every product that's out there has a companion product and just one of them won out. I call it the Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pibb fiasco. Because who do you trust more if you need advice on anything, a doctor or a mister? Doctor. Right. Yeah. So it stands by reason that Dr. Pepper is the superior brand over Mr. Pibb, right? Because, okay. like, they're both in college together, and it's like, oh, oh, Pepper, I just don't know if I can make it through this college. Oh, keep with it, Pib. And then, and then Pib's dad is like, you're, you want to be a film major? And then he's like, well, is that your grandma's uh, bed sheet that you're using? <laughs> yeah, I get Are Mr. They, Pib. I like Mr. Pib more. Yeah. I think Mr. Pib is better. So <laughs> I don't think we need to talk about this doctor stuff. I don't think Brad's story needs to get involved. He just never made it. He just <laughs> like he just kept it going. When I was a kid, one of the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life. You want to hear about like this moment I laughed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever go tubing behind a boat, like on a tube? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, I love tubing. It's it was so my fun. favorite thing yeah. as a kid. I'm a pretty good water skier. I'm off. I can't get up on those. Oh, I'll I, help I, you. I, I feel like I'm going to drown every time when I like go in the water. I'm like, <gasps> really? Like we fall? Yeah, or? I get scared of water. Oh, probably because you almost drown and your dad. Yeah, had to save you. I think so. We'll get you out there on a towel <laughs> on your dad's lap. You'll feel real comfortable. Just waterboard yeah. me before it and <laughs> prepare me for it. So, a bunch of us, like three of us, were on a tube. And we were getting pulled like kind of slow for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And we're like my friends, Dustin and Sean, like I'm trying to move to one side of the tube and I fall, but I catch myself. So I'm holding on to the tube, but from my chest down is in the water. Okay. <laughs> and we're going slow, not so slow that we're just kind of drifting, but slow enough that like there's a lot of pressure now against me, right? Mm-hmm. Like water pressure. And I'm trying to pull myself up, but there's all this resistance. And my swim trunks, boom, right off. Oh, God. <laughs> and so Sean and Dustin, who are trying to help me up, start laughing so hard. And I start laughing hard because their visual is my butt under the water pretty much laid straight out. Oh my God. But like under the water enough so that you can't like see any of the details, but like just the giant white, white just the pale ass and like all in the water. And so we have to figure out like, what are we going to do? Like my, my swim trunks trunks are gone and we're Mm. laughing so hard during this. And I'm like, don't stop because if you stop, then you'll clearly see my butt and I'll be floating there and I'll have to like hide by the tube so that no one sees my genitals. So, you try to swing around and grab the suit? No, it was go- gone. Sank right to the bottom of the lake. Yeah. What? Did you have, like, nickels in your pocket? Well, there <laughs> was so much. the bottom. <laughs> Did you just carry I think there was so much. Keys? There was so much water pressure moving that it took, like, a current took it. Oh, like, it, okay. It took it down. To the seaweed. To the seaweed. Okay. So, what we optioned to do is they're going to pull me back <laughs> on the tube to my lake cabin, which took 45 minutes. So, it's 45 minutes of, of them. pruning dick. Of, <laughs> well, them trying to hold on. Also, it's a weird, it is a weird sensation if you're like, you know, all that water's going by. And as we get closer to my house, I go, guys, I'm really scared. What if a beaver comes and bites my penis? <laughs> and then we all What an lose irrational again. fear. It is an irrational fear. But let me tell you something. The next time you go skinny dipping in a body of water where there could possibly be a beaver, whether it be 
a, uh, a river situation or a lake, because I mm. saw beavers in my river or in my lake, yeah. you should be afraid. You should be, that should be something that concerns you is getting okay. your wiener bit by a beaver in the lake. Yeah. Beavers. I've never been around one. Uh, they have three eyelids. Really? Yeah. What's they have the- a regular eyelid like that blocks out light. Yeah. A secondary eyelid that's clear so that they can close their eyes but see mm-hmm. underwater. And a third one that's kind of like in between. How can they con- can they control which eyelid? Yeah. They- and then they can slap things with their tail that looks like a waffle. God, that's sick. See, I don't know much about beavers, but I know something. Yeah. What's something that's you know so a lot interesting. about? Something you know I know a lot yeah. about. Like that you could... You could educate me to like sit down and talk about something. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Not a lot. I know like about a. I don't know. I guess moving. <laughs> I've moved a lot in my life. <laughs> moving houses. I always like to put stuff in boxes <laughs> and label the boxes and then un unlabel the boxes. I know what it's like to uh be in a be in math and action in high school. I know a lot about uh math. <laughs> Math and action. What's math and action? It's like the math that, like, you can tell I'm in in high school. <laughs> you can tell that. So they're like, if a kid is riding a skateboard. No, it, no, it was actually, we learned about, like, taxes. I thought it was going to be, like, Jason Statham teaching. Like, it was going to be karate. But it was just like, yeah, so here's what a W-2 form is. And I still don't know how to do my taxes. I still have my dad do them every year. Well, that's fine. I'm like, Papa, is the IRS mean? <laughs> Stop calling me Papa. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Papa. Yeah, you know, I always tell people, like, I don't mind paying taxes because I like driving on roads. Yeah, like no. Having, like a fire department. I just hate the process. Like, I sometimes, you ever, like, sitting there, like, doing something that you don't want to do, and you're like, I would rather kill myself than, like, be doing this right yeah. now. Like, I would just rather be dead. You're so bored. See, luckily, I haven't gotten to that point with taxes because I have my dad help me out every year. And by help me out, I mean he just does them. What if there was just a wheel, and on this wheel were... Seven different amounts of money ranging from $1,000 to $10,000. It's like a Wheel of Fortune wheel? Like a Wheel of Fortune. It's the Wheel of Misfortune because you go up and you have to spin this wheel, and that's how much tax you have to pay that year. And whatever number. Oh, it lands and I on. don't have to do any paperwork. It's just that. Right. Like all I have to do is spin the wheel. So you know, at the very minimum, you're gonna give the government a thousand dollars, but they're not taking taxes on your paycheck anymore or anything. But you could also get hit with a ten thousand dollar one. You get hit with that every year. I think. I think I. Uh, I think I'd rather do the tax. Uh, I don't I know. I mean, you've never had to actually do them, so. Well, it's like a thousand, because I don't even think it would be a thousand, like, tax. Like I You don't. probably get money back from the taxes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably just have to nut up and learn. But you won't anymore now that you're a stand-up comedian and you're making all this money, because you're <laughs> declaring it appropriately, right? Of course, You know, like yeah. you're filling out all the information that you need yeah. to. And yeah. Papa, that's the Papa. other That's the other part of the podcast. People that listen are the people from the IRS. Yep. Those are my only <laughs> other listeners. I'm my girlfriend and IRS people. They um, could be one and the same. Does she have a career path set out already? Or Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would never want to date someone who works for the IRS. I would just always be a little bit worried about it because if you vex them, might they come after you? Because here's the deal. I don't think they – here's the thing. If you vex them in the past, then that's also on them because they didn't do anything about it. 
So you could you could what bring the, the fuck are you talking about? You're saying if you're saying if you uh, like piss them off or like let's say you like okay here's what I'm thinking you're okay. saying all right if you're always fucking up your taxes right and but you're dating you're fucking you're sucking the guy's dick that is like hey you can't do that uh, let's say <laughs> let's say later you guys break up but like he was fine with it and then he tries to come at you then you could be like hey man you were fine with it when I was dating you so maybe you should face some so in this in this scenario. You're cheating on your taxes, so you choose a mate who can like you who can brush in. I'm just saying, yeah, one with a penis that you can suck. Because sure, then, yeah. So let's ca- let's call this man uh, Cleo. Okay? okay. So Cleo. So I'm saying, let's say I'm out at a nightclub and I start dancing with Cleo and we start dating. And on our third date, Cleo tells me that he works for the IRS, the Internal Revenue System. I say, hey, I'm not going to date. What you are you anymore. wearing? <laughs> to this date. Uh, Butterfly white, clips, white white socks jersey. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey Cleo. Yeah. Hey Cleo. <laughs> uh, I would not continue dating Cleo because I wouldn't want what will inevitably inevitably be the demise of our relationship to include Cleo to say as vengeance for getting dumped. Mm-hmm. I'm going to audit you every year for five years, and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, then you have trust issues. Do you think so? Yeah. I think that it's not trust. I think it's grandiose because I consider myself so top tier that anytime I break up with someone, that's it. And I will tell you this as a fact. It's like done right then and there. Yeah. Anyone I've ever had a, a long-term romantic relationship with has never done better than me. Said it. Done. Yeah. I guess right? you can't see a knuckle bump right yeah. across the... I guarantee it. And not that they didn't end up with some really nice people, mm-hmm. but I can guarantee you that I am the best that they ever had. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's confidence, man, yeah. right there. I mean, I wouldn't say it's good, but it's it's fun for you. <laughs> it's fun that they can't really hold anything over your head. Yeah. Yeah. And like they'll be like, no one could make tacos <laughs> like JJ Gordon. Nobody. Oh, okay. So it's like they—they're not doing better, like like food wise. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just using that as an example. You're like, oh, they're way richer than me. <laughs> they have, yeah, they've got they so have much a, money. They have a mansion now. Yeah, uh, but like, no one's ever gonna make a cheese tostada the way I did. Damn. Okay, I want to just—I want to comment on your bed just one more time. Okay, okay, okay. Time. You've got three of the saddest pillows I've ever seen, and I'll yeah. tell you why. One of them looks like it's possibly like your grandma's pillow that is meant for like cooling. And then the other one is so flat, you can barely tell. None of them match the sheets. And then you've got a Bed Bath & Beyond sized body pillow in the back that's all furry and fuzzy on it. And I mean, honest to God. They don't have a pillowcase for it. Well, the ca- they the, don't make cases that no, long because they're like throw it away. Yeah, they're like we. Oh, it we, smells. <laughs> you could, you could wash it. You could leave it out during a rainstorm and then just like prop it up on some picnic tables and let it dry out. But it is honest to it's God, like a ra- it's s- like the raisins of pillows. It is. It really <laughs> is. It's like all dry. It's and all awful. All dry. No one wants Sticky. it. Sticky. There's only a few people it. that like those kind of pillows, and one of them is in this room. <laughs> I just am a little dumbfounded that, and I also don't see a comforter of any kind. Is there? Is that oh, black like, thing a comforter? Yeah, I, I just I didn't really clean up before this. I mean, not that I clean that up after anyway, this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But 
I just think mm-hmm. that maybe. It helps. I can sleep just fine. That's kind of all I look for in a bed is like, how would sleeping be? I am maybe a little bit jealous of the fact that I you, get that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that you just have no care for material things. Like obviously you want like experiences in your life because mm. I would not be able to sleep on that because I'd worry that at some point literally anyone might walk in the door and see me and comment on it (laughs) and be on your podcast. That's right next to the bed. Right. I mean, it is weird that you invited me to be on your show and it is just bed adjacent. I mean, I could reach out and touch your bed. I'm not going to. Also, the half-ass bed skirt's a nice touch too. Or is that a sheet? Nope. That's a sheet. I'm not not sure. I don't know what the difference is. It could be either. Yeah, whatever it's whatever <laughs> being used for at that whatever time. Whatever you want it to be, it can be. I uh, th- In my life, I've had some things that people looked at and were like, you are, this is ridiculous. You just need to give this up at some point. And one of them was I had this amazing Hawaiian shirt that had a bunch of blood on it because I was in a car accident while I was wearing it and I cut my elbow. Are you serious? Yeah, but I loved it. It was my favorite. And so eventually uh, my mom threw it away. Because no like two years later, oh she's like, I'm God. sick and tired of you walking around with this thing that has all these blood stains on it. You could have framed that. That would have been like a cool thing to frame. Yeah. At one point, too, I thought, wouldn't it be funny? You know how people make T-shirt quilts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what if we make an underwear quilt? And then someone was like, I don't want to sleep with my face next to a pair of your underwear. <laughs> Just like all dirty. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like all to, used. it's not like I'm going to take them off and yeah. then be like, sew these into the quilt. But I've had, have you, do you have like pairs of underpants that you like more than other pairs of underpants? Uh, no, no. I mean, like I have, it, they're all the same. Like I have all, I just wear like those compression boxer brief type underpants. Yeah. I like yeah. those. I, I don't really like them. I'm just. I, have a, I just don't want to buy new ones. <laughs> I have a ton of Christmas underpants. And then I've got four pairs of Family Guy underpants, and I don't know why, because I don't Where, care yeah, where'd you get? Show. Yeah, I was going to say, you never watched that show. No. I mean, I watched it when it was first on, before it got canceled the first time. How old are you? Uh, 21. God damn it. <laughs> uh, How old are you, JJ? Let's I'm, just get it on the podcast. I'm 37 years old. 37. So there's a, there's a basically my life difference between us. Almost. Yeah. I was... Uh, I was way deep into like chicks by the time you rolled around. Yeah. And you're the oldest of all your siblings? Second oldest, third oldest? I'm middle. Middle? Yeah. What's it like being the middle child? Uh pretty average. You and your dad are the only dudes in the house? Um yeah. I mean Ty our dog, but he's more of a he, Is that short for something? Tie me up. Uh, <laughs> Cuz a dog I, I can't think of a joke. I was trying yep, to think of okay. some. I was like, Tyrone. No. Like I, I said, I don't have to pay you as much mind benders these days. That was just a name he had when we, because we like got him from someone's family that my mom knew. And then, oh. yeah, it's good. Cause like he fit, he replaced the last dog that we just had to put down last year. So it like kind of, it was a good transitional phase. If either of those dogs tried to kill one of your sisters and you've saved their life. Um, no, they're too small. I know how to set that up. So if you'd be interested, <laughs> so I could be a, a hero? good story. Yeah, it's a good story to hold over your sisters for the rest of. Is your that life. dog hurting you, John? Why do you have a 4K <laughs> camera in your hand? <laughs> oh God, I wish. You know what the great does things- that dog have a knife taped to it? We should do something about it. Hey, what do you know about the painting, The Last Supper? I know nothing. I mean, I know it's about God, Jesus, and like it's Jesus, and it's essentially he's like the the painting, The Last Supper goes like this. Jesus is like. 
hey, guys, this is a great meal, wonderful Passover. i just like to mention one of you is going to betray me. And then it's their immediate reaction of like, whoa! But Judas, who we already know has betrayed Jesus in the story of the Bible, spills the salt. And so that's where that Oh, that's where bad luck comes from? Yeah. He spills the salt with a, uh, a hand holding a bag full of gold. And also... Judas, you don't see Judas's face. It's like obscured in the dark and he's turning away. Oh. It's because Leonardo da Vinci didn't want to put a face on Judas so that you could picture Judas however you wanted. Like Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man. That's what his mask is right? for. <laughs> What's your favorite comic book movie of all time that you've seen to at the time of this recording? Jeez. Favorite comic book movie I've ever seen. I Well, here's the thing. I don't read comic books, so I don't know much about like what was it. Because I really like my favorite superhero movie... Right now is Spider-Man Far From Home. I thought that one was so good. So good? I thought it was just like visually my favorite movie. Okay. I also liked Infinity War quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But, but not Endgame? Endgame was good, but Infinity War, I, I like when movies don't end happy. It's because it feels more real. Okay. You know what they don't talk about in Endgame is the people who, like after the snap or the blip or whatever they mm. called it, the people who turned to dust like while they were doing it. Like, what if uh-huh. you were doing it and then your partner turned to dust? Be pretty fucked up, right? Damn. Yeah, right? What, what if What if you're like pregnant and the baby turns to D- dust? Or does the baby like drop down? Like, you oh turn my to god, dust. the baby just <laughs> plops on the ground, yeah. dude. That had to have happened somewhere because the baby should. T- I mean, if we're if we're using Christian morality <laughs> here, the baby is a person already. <laughs> That walked and got a job right when it fell because it's on its own now. Right. We're going ba- yeah. to baptize you right now. Because its life is just as important. Actually, wouldn't that answer a lot of questions about the like the whole like abortion thing is whether or not Marvel decides to blip the baby with the pregnant mother or not? It'd Damn. really be taking a stance. Because that, that, you know that happened to someone. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people. Or maybe since the baby is like feeding off the mother, then it's technically part of the mother still. I mean, that's the question here, right? Is when do you constitute a baby as a person? Because Thanos is going to erase half the people on earth. Mm-hmm. So I guess it depends on what Thanos or no, it depends <laughs> on what the infinity stones <laughs> feel as far yeah. as a person. Yeah, exactly. Like how did right? because it's half and half, right? It's and like, what if someone got blipped who was in a coma and then they come back? Are they do they come back <laughs> in the coma? Probably, right? Because it seems like everyone else came back in the well, same they, did, form I don't they, think they left. Did they come back or didn't they go back in time and like stop it from happening? Well, they stopped it, but in Endgame, they were, fi- you know, like no, because in Endgame, I don't remember what happened. No, no, yeah, because what happens in Endgame. <laughs> This podcast took a weird turn. Yeah, no, we're just talking about, I don't <laughs> care. Just, this is what my Marvel podcast movies. is. So they snap everyone back into existence, and then what they say is they're going to go and get rid of all of the stones. Are they going to put the stones back or yeah. some shit? Like, no, because they go back in time to put the stones back from where they stole them because they had to steal them because he destroyed the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have friends who hate time traveling movies and they tell me it's because they don't make sense. And I was like, yeah, cause they're time traveling movies. The doy. Yeah. But yeah, it's not supposed to make sense. It's supposed to be, be so, enjoyable. Like if you, okay, let's say you were pooping. 
Okay, mm-hmm. at the time you got blipped. Okay. Do you come back and like you you're like halfway through a poop? Do you come back and the poop comes back with you? What if that toilet doesn't exist anymore? Let's say you poop, it's out of you. Does the poop still disappear or is it the poop stays? You think the it stays? Poop stays because I was going to say not if, a person. If it would, yeah, but it's part of the person. Because no, it, no longer once it severs. I mean, that's why I'm saying like you'd have to be dangling still. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if it was my way where it does disappear, does that mean, like, landfills or, like, just sewers, like, drain dramatically? And, oh, like, yeah. You know? Like, if all your waste has to go with you when you get blipped. See? Yuck. These are questions. Maybe the new Spider-Man movie will answer these. Stan Lee, if you're listening. Uh, He's dead. <laughs> no, I know. He's dead for years. <laughs> that was a joke, dude. <laughs> he and his poop disappeared. <laughs> We're just crying. You got a lot of Notre Dame stuff in here, too. Yeah. You big fan? I mean, my dad went there, so, like, it's... it's. I feel like if you cheer for something long enough, then you just are eventually a fan of it. Hey, let me ask you a question. Are you sure your dad went there? No. Like, is there any proof that you have seen? Well, okay, here, here's my proof that he went there. He has friends that have pictures on Facebook of, like, them together. Like, they were they went there, and then he also, like... Well, well like, a we picture went there. of them, like, in a classroom? I haven't seen a picture of him in a classroom, so no right. evidence. But when we do go to Notre Dame... We like walk around. And he's like, "That's that." Place. He has a story for like every single place, and I don't know if he's just really good at making up stories. But I mean, if I wanted to lie about my yeah. college years, that's what I do: is make sure mm-hmm. I have a, like a lie ready to go. Here's the thing: I don't think it's Im- like impressive. <laughs> Notre Dame. I don't think college is impressive. It's just not, in general. It's just not to me. I just don't care about school enough to be like, "Whoa, you went there." It's more of just like I don't know. I like their football team. Okay, maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. <laughs> I like uh, the movie Rudy. You ever seen the movie yes, Rudy? I love the movie. Okay, Rudy. good. I was gonna be like, "Oh my god, you're not that young." What, right? What's his name? Uh, Rudy the, Rudiger. No, no, no. What's the guy who plays him? Name? Sean Astin. Sean Astin. I, we just watched. Me and my girlfriend just watched Fifty First Dates. Yeah, I think that is one of the funniest. He's one of the, the funniest characters. That kind of lift boy talking yeah. to everybody. And when he when he like gives him the box of spam and Reese's, he's like, "I love spam and Reese's. Can I have it?" <laughs> I think that's my favorite scene in any movie. Do you want? You know, he and I are friends. Did you know that? Really? This isn't a lie either. Like, he and I are friends. So let me tell you a story about Sean Astin. Okay. So when I first started dating my wife, now my wife, Jill, she told me about one time she was at the Burger King in North Fargo, and Sean Astin and his sister stopped in, and they were driving somewhere. She goes, my sister and I did a bunch of research and found out he had some family members who lived somewhere in North Dakota, so they probably flew in, rented a car, and then were like, let's stop at Burger King before we, you know, drive out to rugby or wherever. So for years, I'm like, that didn't happen. That is a lie. There's no way that that really happened. Yeah, why Burger King? Right. right. Well, <laughs> like, and I'm like, not that celebrities have to eat at the finest places. But, but like Burger King isn't even like a good fast food place. Right. Like, like there's a subway right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know, eat fresh. Yeah. They sponsor this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Priceline. Go, go eat at Subway as you're waiting for your Priceline. To come tell, in. Yeah, yeah. So fast forward to like 2017 and... Hero, a company in Fargo that collects old medical devices and things like your grandma's memory foam thing and then resells <laughs> it at a much cheaper price so that people like, so you don't have to spend $1,000 on a wheelchair. You can spend $50 on a used wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Hero, for a fundraiser, is bringing Sean Aston to Fargo. And so I'm on the radio at the time and I call and I'm like, hey, listen, I'd love to do an interview with Sean Aston. Is that a possibility? And they're like, yeah, Absolutely. 
So I bought these VIP tickets to meet Sean Astin that the night, and it was going to be him, and he'd talk about all of his famous movies. And so I interview him on the radio, and one of the things I bring up is his dad, John Astin, who played Gomez Adams on the original Adams Family television show, as well as an amazing episode of Tales from the Crypt, <laughs> uh, the Killer Tomatoes movies, like John Astin. And I knew like. I know Adam's family. That's it. Yeah. And I don't and even know it that well. You probably never seen the original yeah. one. I don't even. So, but he's like, he's like an OG amazing actor. Like mm-hmm. he's been in some amazing stuff. And so, and he's like, you know, thanks. We're, we're in this interview. He's like, thanks. You know, like no one ever wants to talk about my dad. They only want to talk about Goonies or Lord of the Rings. And yeah. So we have this nice back and forth. Oh yeah. He, I'm watching Lord of the Rings. I forgot he's in that yeah, too. Samwise I, I'm on the second one. I need to watch the third one still. Yeah. That one takes forever. Oh my yeah. God. Jesus. Like four and a half hours. All right. So. I meet Sean in person and I'm like, and he's like, Hey, you're the, you're, you're JJ. I talked to you today. And I'm like, yeah, you remember my name. That's awesome. And I said, Hey, this is my girlfriend. Let me ask you a question. And I used my personal time I had with Sean Aston to debunk the fact that Jill never, she's like, this is the first time I've ever been in North Dakota ever. And she's like, I'm pretty sure it was you. And he's like, it wasn't me. And I was like, the man would know if he ate at a fucking BK in North Fargo. <laughs> so, Sean Aston starts doing his presentation and there's like 400 people in the Fargo theater. I'm in the third row. And at one point he stops, he goes, where's JJ? Where's JJ? And I raise my hand. He's like, JJ. And so he talks to me directly about this thing. He's like, yeah, I got to work with my dad and I know that you like what my dad's doing. And so he and I have this back and forth. Five minutes later, he says again, he references me. He's like, JJ. And like, JJ, have you seen Discworld? Was this it like, like a TED talk he was doing or something? At the- it was just like an interview and like he's talking about all of his movies. So, okay. I mean, it was clearly like a rehearsed presentation, yeah. but he was going off script. Oh, he's doing some improv. He was. Sean Astin. The third time he comes to me in this thing, I'm like, hey, Sean, everyone here would like to just hear your stories. You don't need to just keep coming back to me. <laughs> and I think he was sad. Really? Yeah. But so I call him my close personal friend, Sean Aston. <laughs> you just ruined them. <laughs> I did. I shut down Sean Aston. And I'm like, well, you can't. Like, did you get a big laugh? Yeah, I did. I was going to say, I yeah. bet the Fargo Theater was like, yeah. <laughs> and then all the other nerds were all pissed because they're like, why was he paying attention to you? And I'm like, because I watched Attack of the Killer Tomatoes a ton. Because I know Sean Aston. Because like Sean no Aston is our best friends. <laughs> so there's a Sean Aston story for you. Damn, and he's like, and I did love Fifty First Dates. That movie's funny. That movie is really funny. I love one thing I like about Adam Sandler is he just puts all his friends in his movies. Yeah, it's great. Which is so fun. Like Rob Schneider, where would he be without Adam Sandler? He wouldn't be anywhere. He would be wouldn't nowhere. be anywhere. I mean, Ben Schwarmers was a really good movie, but other than that, oof, that's t- I, you don't like Ben Schwarmers? Not really. I and don't. I love John Lovitz. Really? Yeah, I'm a big John. And you didn't Lovitz like fan. Ben Schwarmers? I did not. They made a sequel to Benchwarmers. I know they did. In and fact, I asked my wife brutal. if she wanted to watch it. <laughs> it was, did you watch it? I watched like the first 10 minutes and then I just turned it off. You're done. Yeah. Like, it's like, it, it's, I get it. I get the whole thing. I, I can guess exactly what happens. In this what movie. happens? He's a softball player and then he kills his wife. And then he goes to Shawshank. Yeah. And then he, Does he meet up with a guy who can get him stuff? Yeah, he meets up with Morgan Freeman. And then he uh, leaves through a I tunnel. knew Morgan Freeman was a criminal. <laughs> How? Oh, oh, because like he's always talking about all the crimes he's going to commit, and even oh. when he's in prison, he's committing crimes. He's yeah, he's yeah. like getting contraband in. Yeah, and then he's he like shoots that guy on live TV. Because do you know the joking. premise of the movie or the the musical Rent? 
No. Okay, so I'll tell you an unpopular opinion. So that like makes me think of this. In the musical Rent, all of these bohemian folks feel oppressed because the guy who bought their building and said they could live there for free comes back and he's like, you owe me a year's rent because you can't just live here for free. And he blackmails them into shutting down this protest. So my wife hates the musical Rent because she goes, who the hell do they think they are that they don't have to pay rent, right? Mm -hmm. I'll double down on that and say, why do we have to feel bad for Morgan Freeman? He killed a guy. He admits to kill. He yeah. murdered a dude, and that's why he's in prison. He's a murderer. Yeah, yeah it's like how are movies do a good job of making you feel bad for people that you shouldn't feel bad for? Right, like that TV show You. I've never so, seen that one. What was the one I was just watching? Have you seen a uh, Barry? Yeah, that show. By the way, I just finished that show. It's so good. It's very good. I I want more of that show. Barry. Bill Hader's great. Stephen Root yeah. is great in it. And it's like. Like, uh, it does a good job making us feel bad for, like, a guy. We're like, why are we feeling bad for this guy? Like, right. He's a murderer, psychopath. Mm-hmm. But. That's what they want to do in Hollywood. They want to make you feel bad for someone. Because that's who most awful. people in Hollywood are. <laughs> like, could you imagine if when you did a stand-up show, there was at least five people in the audience who were like, well, we're going to applaud for this guy because he's he's getting up there and he's trying, yeah. but he's not very good. And they're mm-hmm. like, Yes! Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> and then that dude gets booked for a gig and you don't be- <laughs> because yeah. he got pity laughs. Oh, yeah. Those are, that's the, yeah, I agree. It's like, no, I'm living my life better than this murderer in this movie. Right. I <laughs> feel bad for me for not murdering people because I definitely could have. Have you ever committed a crime? Yeah. I mean, other than One like a HIPAA violation. Yeah. Do you Theft, feel remorse probably. for your crimes? No. I mean, like, I felt bad. Like, like one time I took this kid's Pokemon cards when I was, like, probably six years old. And I, was like, brought him home. And then this mom that was there, she was like, yeah, this kid's, like, this kid's Pokemon cards are gone. And I felt so bad that I went outside and I buried them in a bush. <laughs> and it was, like, raining, too. So it felt like Shawshank Redemption. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so people can't even use, like, yeah. so you destroyed the Pokemon cards. I cursed cards. out God as I'm burying these Luigi and... Pikachu cards, but mm. yeah, it was uh, yeah, that was probably the only crime I've really committed. Have you committed a crime? Um, <laughs> have you committed a podcast crime that you can talk about? I I don't think I I honestly I'm tr- I'm trying to think hard here, and I about don't all the crimes I've I don't. <laughs> there's so many. Uh, are we talking about misdemeanors or felonies? Um. <laughs> There's probably something, I mean, other than, like, I remember going, like, 110 miles an hour on a dirt road. That ah, was, whatever, that's fine. Know, but no one caught me, yeah. so I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think I've committed any crimes, but I also reserve judgment from mm-hmm. when people commit crimes, because I'm like, well, stuff happens, right? Like, yeah. And look at this. You clearly have learned a lesson because, like, you're crying right now thinking about those Pokemon Exactly, cards. I'm tearing up on the mic right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I can't believe it. You're going to ruin that microphone. I don't know how it works, but I do know that the tears are not good for the it's microphone. Gonna, it's going to electrocute. I think uh, I think driving crimes aren't real crimes. Oh, like speeding? And yeah, like parking. besides like the murder ones. But like, like where you hit someone? Like I don't even think cops really take those very seriously. Like, like, like I knew someone who got a DUI, mm-hmm. and then their punishment was they went to a Yunker farm 
and they like operated like the kids train that goes around the park. Oh my God, that's a dream. That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, your crime is being a Sir Topham hat for a day. Like, of course, I'll uh, fucking, I'll drink and drive all the time. Fucking Sir Topham. Yeah. I never drove the train. Also, also it's like, how are you going to drive a train if you, if your punishment is you can't drive a car and then you're going to drive train? Is it like to be like, there's kids on it now. Maybe you should <laughs> be aware, but it's like. It's like, yeah, being a conductor for a week. Uh, of, that's like the most fun childhood dream ever. Uh, you ever see the movie A Walk to Remember? No. So in it, the the lead guy is this like kind of rebel ne'er-do-well football star, and he gets caught drinking and driving and breaking into like a chemical factory parking lot or something. Mm-hmm. And so his punishment at the school is he has to be the lead in the musical. And I remember seeing this movie, and like, there's a beautiful girl who's like the other lead, and she won't give him a time of day because she turns out she's got cancer. Okay. Spoiler alert, Mandy Moore. Uh, I remember watching that and being like, "This is some bullshit." Mm-hmm. His punishment is to be the lead in the musical. Like, do you know how many people are hoping and praying Want that they that get to be part? there? And now he gets to be the lead and have this like romantic scene with this girl, and then fall in love with her, like. That this is ridiculous. You know who wrote this? Somebody who's never been in a musical. Yeah, before. exactly. Someone who's never had to see those people cry. Right. Looking at when the- they give the cast list, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh my god, it's my senior year, and I'll never get a chance." <laughs> like my dad is a director, so I grew up around that. Yeah. And now it's like, I mean, I didn't really care. Like I was, because you knew you were gonna be the lead all the time. Yeah, exactly. Director. Exactly. Yeah. Like I yeah, just, you didn't deserve. Yeah, those parts. I, I didn't deserve anything. No. Anything that was given to me, I did not deserve. I ass kissed my way into every part no. that I got. Yeah, they're exactly. like, well, we got to put JJ in because we gave him keys to the theater. Who's <laughs> gonna show because up? Because he knows where we live. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he keeps sending me. He snapped a picture of my notes. social security card, so I, he has to be Tybalt. <laughs> he knows all my HIPAA information. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. Uh, I. Uh, I have definitely, this is one thing I'm really guilty of. People love to tell me secrets, and I don't yeah. know why. And you're like, I, I don't can't keep hear. them. Yeah. I'm horrible. Mm-hmm. You I'm should horrible. preface that when it be like, hey, just so you know, this might leak. I, I tell them, like, I, this will leak. If you tell me <laughs> something 100%. juicy, I will call people who I know can't keep a secret, like your dad, and be like, listen, don't tell anyone this, but this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And then I know that he fucking starts like a, uh, you know, like a Zoom meeting, and he's like, hey, everyone, listen, I know none of you are affiliated with this thing at all, but I just want to let you know that I heard this from J.J. Gordon. So well, I don't know why people tell me secrets. Maybe yeah. it's because I've got this gentle You're face. friendly, yeah. Is that what it is? You, you have a, yeah, you're fun to talk to. You see, you always seem interested in whatever I am. someone has to say. Yeah, which is, like a, interested. which is like a good quality that... People like telling secrets too. <laughs> yeah, you know what people like that to talk nice. about. I'm going to tell them about the lumps on my ass. <laughs> I'm going to tell them where I buried these Pokemon cards. <laughs> uh, people love to talk about themselves. That is an actual fact. If you want to engage someone, asking them questions about themselves, even if they're shy, they mm-hmm. like to talk about themselves. I think that that is a trait of humankind mm-hmm. that we just will never get past. It's very egocentric, but when someone else shows interest in it, like they're even more so. And so a mm-hmm. lot of times I do make a point to ask people about themselves just because I know that they'll get a dopamine hit, right? And they'll associate me with that, like a drug dealer who sells heroin. So what I'm saying here is, do you want to buy some heroin? Um. Yes. Tell me about stand-up. <laughs> See? You got a dopamine hit right there. I can tell you're smiling. Your eyes lit up. You're good at you're good at the... Yeah. Right. 
I'm pretty good at You're, manipulating. That's people. like what word diarrhea is good for, though. Like, is you can always like you. You're always talking, and you can like see like. Oh, this I I see their eyes are kind of going down. Let me spring up this point. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend Phil doesn't mean to screw up, but he always does, mm-hmm. and that's just what it is. And he's the best man in my wedding. Mm-hmm. And I remember a lot of situations where I'm like, listen. You just can't trust him. Don't trust him. And so Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, my wife started this weight loss challenge with my sister and some of her friends and included my buddy Phil. And everyone put in like $20. And the goal was to lose 20 pounds or as many pounds as you could. And you got a dollar back from the pot every time you lost a pound. So if you put $20 in and you lost two pounds, you'd get $2 back. And at the end of the month, however much is left in the pot, the person who lost the most weight. Got it. Oh, like whatever's left? Yeah. So I was like, gonna say I would just put in one dollar and then just lose a bunch of weight. Like <laughs> you only get what you, you put, put in. You put twenty everyone puts twenty dollars in. Like it's a flat twenty dollars. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. And so if you want all your money back, you gotta lose twenty pounds by the end of the month, which is virtually impossible. Twenty pounds in a month is like I stopped eating and I had real bad diarrhea yeah. and like, you're, uh, the human body <laughs> is not good supposed to shed weight. Yeah, <laughs> right. Real like, happy fun diarrhea. JJ had the best April. <laughs> it's so good. So my buddy Phil and I was like, he's gonna cheat. I'm telling you this right now. He's mm. gonna cheat on this competition. And so sure enough, after like the second week, he was down 18 pounds. And I'm like, he is a liar. He's a liar. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. are you getting proof of this? And she's like, well, no, everyone's, it's not on your honor system. And I said, that is stupid because the people who have honor are always going to lose out to the people who don't mind stretching the truth and changing things around. Yeah. Like, you just, you got to like look you, out you for number gotta, one. Yeah, exactly. You just got to stick to what you put the money in there for because it's not about the money. It's about being healthier. <laughs> like, right. You're doing it to yourself if you... Do you do you mail a lot of things? Do you ever go mail stuff? Um, no. Okay, so the Never. United States Postal Service has this thing called "If it fits, it ships." Yeah, yeah, for one low flat rate. Right. Yep. Okay. So you, yeah, I've you, seen the commercial. You've seen the commercial. Yeah, I dabble in commercials. So, how much do we pay you for a line bender show? Do you remember? It's been hundred twenty five. Hundred twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. How many pennies is that? Um. Okay, so 100 times 125. So okay. is that 125,000? 12,500. 12,500. Sweet, pennies. math and action. Yeah, Kick it yeah. in. All right. So one time, just to be a jerk, a guy who did an improv show with us who didn't live in our, like, he lived in South Dakota, and so he joined us for mm-hmm. a show. He used to be a line bender back in the day, and I didn't bring my checkbook, and I Venmo people now, which is way better. Mm-hmm. But so I said, you know what? I'm going to ship him. 12,500 pennies. And so I got the smallest box that if it fits, it ships. And it was like $6.99. Wait, doesn't matter what the weight is. And I super taped the bottom. And then I went to the bank and I said, I, I need $125 in pennies. They're like, we don't keep that many pennies. <laughs> like, rolls of pennies, yeah. like, here. So I said, how many do you have? She goes, maybe like $50 worth. So I went to six banks in one day to get $125 in pennies. Got it all in the box, oh, super taped it together, yeah, and sent it to him. This box weighed a ton. Like, it was so heavy. Yeah. And so I didn't really realize it, but his wife was pregnant at the time, and so this box ends up on their front Oh, did she door, have to lift she it like, in? Yeah, she had to, like, lift it in and bring it in. So it's possible I could have triggered labor 
I didn't end up. Then it's like you're the father of the kid. Yeah, right. I figured like whoever she goes into labor yeah. in front of is at least like of like a stepdad. Yeah, is at least someone who has to pay child support. Right. I don't have any children myself. One day I'm gonna have kids. I know I'm gonna. Have you think kids. so? Yeah, I think one day I'll have kids. Yeah. But right now I get to enjoy other people's kids, which means I get to hang out, have some fun, and then the second they start crying or something, I get Be to like, leave. Do something about it. And this guy's kid, Maya, I remember we played this game where I would throw her, like, she's got way better pillows than you do on her bed. Like, yeah. she's got a bunch of nice pillows. I can bet, JJ. So I'd pick her up, and I'd go, Maya, plane! And I'd throw her on the bed, mm-hmm. and she'd, like, land on the pillows, and then she'd fluff the pillows up and come around, and I'd be like, Maya, plane! And so we did this for, like, 45 mm-hmm. minutes while, you know, we were just wasting time. <laughs> so... I was leaving and Zach was coming with us and she started crying because it was the first time Zach had left. And she's like, Papa's leaving. And she gave him a big (laughs) hug and she turned to me and she goes, other Papa's leaving. And I was like, oh my God, I just connected with this child. I'm other Papa. And he's like, JJ, get away from my kid. Yeah. He's like, he's like, this isn't my daughter. Like JJ, you're brainwashing my kid. I was. This kid also, (laughs) our friend Britta, you should have Britta on your podcast too, by the way. She's super funny. So, Britta on the same trip was ready to throw up because this little girl was, she had one of those cups with a little like sippy, like a sippy mm-hmm. little thing. And she was taking fingerfuls of country gravy that has like sausage in it for like biscuits and gravy and like putting it in the top of her chocolate milk sippy cup and then taking sips of it. And I remember Britta going like, <laughs> it was pretty good. Wait, so she would take gravy and put it... Yeah, like gravy and like sausage and then like on her finger and then wipe her finger on the top of the sippy cup so that it would like get inside. And she's doing this over and over and over. Uh So it's a bunch of milk mixed with now cold gravy. I don't know if it's breast milk. Breast milk. No, Probably it, it not. had to I have think, been. I, I, I think she's too... If you're old enough to have your own sippy cup, I think you're beyond the breast milk if you're stage. old enough to be around gravy. Have you ever drank breast milk? Yeah. I have. At some point in my life. I mean... When I'm an adult, like when I was oh, in my no, 30s, no, no. I, I drank breast milk. No, I can't say that I have. So I, so you have. So now I, I know that. Yeah, okay. so I arranged a thing on the radio one day where we we're going to do a milk taste test, but instead of giving my co-host almond milk, put breast milk in there instead. Whose? Scotch. But then I drank it as well. No, no, no. Whose breast oh! milk? <laughs> Scotch's breast milk? <laughs> uh, a girl named Emily. Okay. And it was it. I was like Britta, I need you to call Emily and get to, get some of her breast milk for us. And she's, she's like, like okay. JJ, I have breast milk too. <laughs> like, I could make some breast <laughs> milk. Um, I think that that's where I've arrived in my life. Is that if I called and asked someone for breast milk, they wouldn't really question it. They'd be They'd like, be okay, like, okay, sure. Can you come over right now? It's frozen all right. And then the police show up at their door like a week later. They're like, there was a murder, and your breast milk was on the scene. <laughs> It was planted. I swear it's so I sent it to my friend. He needed it for a gag. <laughs> why like I think the question would be like, why do you at the age of thirty two have a freezer full of breast milk? Be like, it's a free marketplace. Uh, do you guys not get thirsty? Is it illegal? Yeah. Do you have a warrant? <laughs> They're like, No, I'm not even a cop. I'm just asking you. I tr- I assume everyone is a man of the law when they come through the front door. And if you're in the backyard, I assume you're a man. Anyone of the has cloth. a badge if you're walking through the front door of my house. Right. I only go through the back. You're door. You're inspecting something when you come. My through. friends come through the back door. 
How long is your podcast? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's, uh, I think. Is it wrap up time? Yeah, it's pretty much wrap up time. So, uh, JJ's going to plug all his things right now. Okay. JJ Meets World, a podcast. You can find it uh, on iTunes, mm-hmm. Spotify, all those cool places. JJMeetsWorld.com as well. You can go there and read the one blog I wrote last year at this time uh, and check that out. Uh, the Line Benders, you can follow the Line Benders on Twitter if you don't want any Twitter updates ever. Real quick, explain what Line Benders is because I don't think we have even covered that. Oh, Line Benders is a comedy improv troupe. It's the second longest comedy troupe, the longest professional comedy troupe in the state of North Dakota. John is a member, so is his yeah. dad. Um, Been in it for like five years now. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I think you were like I the youngest like member. I joined like senior year of high school, yeah. Yeah, we broke some rules by yeah. including you in that. Um, it's cel- so it was founded in 2001. So this is like in a couple months, it'll be our 20th anniversary of doing this, which is really nothing short of amazing when you think of most comedy troops don't last mm-hmm. that long. Yeah. Um, so if you want to book us for your post prom or a company outing, you sure can. Or if you want to have us come and do crisis intervention training scenario oh work. God, yeah. You can yeah, hire us for that Fuck, We didn't well. even talk about that on this. No, that'll be for the, <laughs> the next. We'll do some fake ones on the next one, right? Where yeah, we yeah, do yeah. Some sustained. Um, you can also follow me. JJ701 is my Twitter handle. I don't ever put anything on it. I, I only understand Facebook. And no, yeah, it's, Twitter. It's I, see, awful. I don't understand Facebook very well. I, I understand Twitter just because it's what Will I you teach me. Yeah. I need someone to teach me. It's pretty simple once you get the hang of, like, it's not your family on there. It's other people. Is that what it is? It's random people. God, see, I, I love that idea. And now that you can buy this NFT, the, like, non-fungible uh, tokens, like, where you can buy tweets... Oh, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. You're I not, like, buying the joke or anything, but you you buy the, like, meme. It's weird. It's weird. It's so, a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you can, you can find me out there. Uh, on my podcast, we're... Uh, yeah, what we're, episode are you on? on we're, that? like, 260, I think, Damn. at this point. So we've got over 400 hours of content <laughs> to listen to. Some of it's really good. Yeah. Some of it is garbage. So just an FYI, mm-hmm. go find the episodes that you think are interesting and then stick with those. Yeah, you have you have somewhere you talked. Didn't you talk to like a guy from NASA? On yeah. One? yeah. Oh, we got, I've interviewed a ton of different people, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, the head of the North Dakota Funeral Directors Association. That one's actually pretty interesting because yeah. mm-hmm. we talk about what happens like if you're in the business of people dying, which yeah. is interesting. Like the whole process of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked with a, a woman who... Uh, she's a lawyer. Actually, she does uh, like arbitration work, mm-hmm. and she talks about what it's like being a hot mom. And it's one of my favorite discussions about how like her son's friends are now starting to like be awkward around her. And it's just it's a really funny conversation. Authors and people who make movies and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. And then there's some fun just hangout episodes. That's kind of yeah. what we're doing now. I did, yeah, I did one with you where it was we played like a card game. Yeah, we played Pitch yeah. Storm. Yeah, John, you we had what three appearances on my podcast? A yeah, episode I think just I, to yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Christmas Carol episode mm-hmm. that we half-assed. Yeah, with the one where we were just yeah, and then um, and then the Pitch Storm one. Right? Mm-hmm. Is there another one? Can't remember. I I think it was just two. I think I was on two of them. 
Well, because we did one during. Well, this is not interesting. This, people, <laughs> but, people have tuned out, yeah. and they're like, "I hate this." Uh, we'll figure this out. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure this <laughs> we'll out. We'll figure after. this out off air. I'll edit this out. Oh god, thank god, thank god. Oh, don't worry, I'll edit if you. If there's anything in this that you want. Really? We yeah. tell that to people too, but I never actually edit anything. Oh, I do. Just, okay. I, I like you know I. You go in and tweak it. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. Like I'm gonna cut out this that we're talking about right now, just cause. Oh, so don't say anything funny here. Uh. Genitals. <laughs> Genitals. I'm keeping that in though. Good. That's gonna be one of my new buttons. <laughs> Genitals. <laughs> um but yeah. Any other kind of wrap up that we um, do? No, not really. I, I was gonna read some stories, but I I don't wanna do that. So. We went everywhere. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm trying to get away from reading stories just because I feel like it's a. I'd rather just talk and yeah. like talk about you and but all right. Well, always love talking to you, JJ. It's good to see you, John. And uh, go listen to JJ Meets World en- and enjoy your weird bed. Yeah. You, do you do you put thumbnails up on this? Uh, yeah. Will you take a picture? I'll take of a your picture. Bed? I'll take a picture and I'll title it something about the bed. Good. Good. Be like JJ destroys my bed. Yeah. All right, JJ. Thanks for being on. Peace. Peace.